Welcome to the Raisin. At the Hot Dog's End. At the Hot Dog's End. Episode 27. What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm trying to... It was beautiful. I'm trying to ease us into this podcast because, yeah. you know, it's been it's been a week. too early to tell. As everyone is saying, you know, in these uncertain times, it's feeling real uncertain. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the weather has been lovely. <laughs> but the weather's been lovely. Let's talk about the weather instead. Because, <laughs> you know, we're in Iceland. I know. Everyone's what dying, about the weather? look at that. Look at that sunshine. Mm, blue skies. Um, I am certain, however, mm-hmm. that I'm real happy to be sitting here talking with you. Mm-hmm. We are further away from the microphone than usual. Yes, because we're, we're keeping our distance. We're keeping our distance. We don't want any droplets. No. No aerosols. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're responsible people. Aren't we? Mm. Unlike some people out there. Yeah, unlike a lot of people out there. Um, there's going to be some complaining in this episode. And there's going to be some celebrations What do you in this mean episode. complaining? No, I mean, I'm We here, never complain. I'm here to... I'm, I'm here to talk about... Some of the great shit I've done this summer. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Horrible things have been happening, but we were able to do some lovely things this summer. Yeah. That you got to have a little bit of salty with the sweet. Yeah. I, I think we've had too much salty, but yeah. Um, so how you been? I've been good. Yeah. I um, was able to have a birthday party, which I'm very lucky I snuck it in there. Mm-hmm. Just as Iceland had had, you know, was having like zero cases, zero cases. We were like, woohoo! And that's when the government decided, okay, we're going to open shit up again. Because mm-hmm. we're feeling good about ourselves. I feel like there was one shit they opened that was maybe shittier than the other shit that they opened, though. Yeah. That shit being the border. Yeah. Well, see, my birthday is on, should I say my birthday? My birthday is the day after they decided they were going to open things up. It's that day after. Why are you secret about your birthday? I don't know. Do you feel like maybe the world's going to steal it? No, I don't think they're going to steal it. Are you it feels about weird. It? Are you worried about identity theft? It feels weird to like share that kind of information with just the world. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. No, you don't think so? Um, I don't think anyone gives a shit. Yeah. I don't think you remember my birthday, but that's another story. He always forgets my it's birthday. <laughs> See? Look at you. I know your birthday, but that's all right. No, I'm honoring your wishes by not announcing what your okay. birthday is. All right. So live, I mean, it's not live <laughs> recording what your birthday is for the world to hear. But what I was going to say is that since it was like the day after that, I felt safe having like an actual birthday party, yeah. having people over. Right. It's not like, you know, like I was tongue kissing everybody. No. I did give some hugs because it was my birthday Yeah. and we were safe and it was a lovely time. I was so happy that I was able to do it. And if you'd wanted to tongue kiss people, then there's no problem with that. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, everyone. I don't want to shame we, anyone for tongue kissing. Everyone at the party is fine, so all went well. Yeah, we played some games. We played games. We ate a lot of food. We ate a lot of food. It was good. There were samosas there, right? There were samosas. There were spring rolls. What else was there? I can't remember. 
There was banana pudding. Oh, was there banana pudding now? <laughs> Made by the one and only. Oh. I love banana pudding. That's so Jonas generous soul that he is. He's like, you know what? For your birthday, I'm gonna make you some banana pudding. It was good. It, 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 it was it, good. It. Hard to find little wafers here. Yeah, hard. It, impossible. You can't find them. Yeah, no, can't find them. But you can use Tom and Jerry vanilla crackers instead. You hear that, kids? Tom and Jerry vanilla crackers available everywhere in Iceland. Yeah, and they worked perfectly. It was yeah. very good. I mean, they're not little wafers. No, but it worked. It yeah. did the did the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. So we've had a we've had we had a reprieve this summer. We did. But what happened? What happened was. Oh, we were also able to celebrate Juneteenth in your backyard. Oh, that's right. We had Frito pie. Frito pie and more banana pudding. Oh, and now you can get this Frito replacement. Yes. Chip here. What's it called? It's old El Paso. Old El Paso tortilla strips. Tortilla strips. That's they what don't use the it. word Frito on it anyway. <laughs> but I tell you what, it's Fritos. It's basically Fritos. <laughs> Don't tell the Frito-Lay people. Don't, don't let it get back to play. <laughs> They're doing what? Those old El Paso bastards. <laughs> but whatever. They haven't tapped the market here. You know what I mean? They haven't. I mean, oh, because you know what? It probably has to go through the UK, right? I don't know. No, because it says Lay's. It doesn't say whatever. Whatever the UK. Walkers? Yeah, it doesn't say Walkers. So it must come through like just the regular Lay's company. Why don't they have Fritos here? Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. But I'm glad they do because we were able to have Frito Pie. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. So that was the beginning of our summer festivities. Yes. Yeah. And then they started letting people in. They started letting people in, but they were testing everyone. They were testing in. everyone, yeah. And most of, the, most of the viruses they were catching were old. They're yeah. not active anymore. Right. But then they were like, this is going so well that mm-hmm. we're going to create a list of safe countries. Right. Which are basically the Nordic countries, minus mm-hmm. Sweden mm-hmm. and Germany. Right. And we're going to say that if you come in from these countries, we're not even going to test we're you. We're not even going to test you. No worries. And we're not going to ask you where you were before you were coming from that safe country. Yeah, because you could be coming through that Jesus. safe country from someplace that was rabid with infection. With yeah. Infection. So Oopsie. That, that didn't work out very well. No. <laughs> we had several group infections here. But hopefully things are going down. I yeah. think yesterday we only had four mm-hmm. uh, domestic infections. Okay. And we're and now it's back to testing everybody, right? That's right. As so. of, but only as of last Wednesday, mm-hmm. they're testing everyone who comes in has to go has to go through double testing, right? And this is the shitter. They didn't tell some people this on the planes. <laughs> so they're like, wait, what? <laughs> so they land and they're like, "Welcome to Iceland. Please don't leave your hotel room for five days." Yeah, and I'm only here for five days. Yeah, exactly. Some people are like, "Oh, they came for four days." And they're like, we hope you enjoy your hotel room. <laughs> Did you look out the window? Stunning uh-huh. views, right? Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> While they're shoving a, a Q-tip up your nose. Ew. Deep, deep into your, into your neti pot. Have you had one? Have no. you had a test? No. Have you? Okay, no. No, I, I, haven't, I haven't had a cause to have a test. I haven't either. But I know some people who have just gotten it just to make sure, just for the peace of mind. Well, you know... Uh, Deco Genetics was doing like the random testing, mm-hmm. and I, my name got picked for that. Yeah, but it was as we were leaving for ECF mm. that they got picked. So I called and they said, "No, don't worry about it." Okay. I'll come in. So I, I still haven't had one done now. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that I think some people aren't playing by the quarantine rules when they come in. Yeah. I think for most people, it just deters them from coming. Yeah, and some people just don't give a shit. Yeah, some people just don't give a shit. And also, there's very little, like, regulation here of it. And is there a way to, like, double-check people? Like, people have to give an address where they're quarantining. Yeah. And it's not like they're checking everybody, like... 
No, and in fact, if you want to report them, apparently it's very difficult to report mm. people who are breaking their quarantine or that you suspect are breaking their quarantine. This is just not a nation of people who are into, like, telling on people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. It's not a real, like, police state. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's de- that, that definitely has its ups. But... There was one guy yesterday who was supposed to be in his five-day quarantine after mm-hmm. having arrived in the country, and he drove to the south coast, and he went to a swimming pool. And I don't know how they figured out that he had just come into the country. Okay. But they called the police, and the police came, and they gave him a 5,000 euro fine. 5,000 euro? Okay, I was thinking kroner. Okay, wow, euro. All right. Yeah, I think I think it was like a 500,000 kroner. Mm-hmm. Which is probably less than maybe that's four thousand euros. I have no idea. No, it's like, a shit load of money. Wow. It's a very expensive okay. trip to the swimming pool. But how are they gonna make sure he pays that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, can he just leave the country and be like, oh well? I don't know. I don't know. He they might have already made him leave mm-hmm. because yeah. that was a shitty thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's like they're they're keeping the country open, but you just gotta play by these rules mm-hmm. if you come in. And the other rule that people are supposed to play by is that they're supposed to stay two meters away. People just don't do that. They're not doing that. No. Like, when I go to the grocery store, I wear a mask. Because yeah, people just really are not... But most people don't wear masks. Trying. The thing. Yeah. I feel like when people see me wearing a mask, at least they are willing to... Or sometimes. Sometimes. I don't know, try man. to stay two meters away. Still, people are, like, walking down the sidewalk, like, right down the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah. And I'm very consciously trying to Step stay off. to the edges. Yeah. And I feel like they're just keep walking down the middle. I'm like... Can you not see that we're trying to do this? Just yeah. if we both move to the edges, mm-hmm. as you're coming one way, I'm going the other. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at how we get, we're keeping our distance. Yeah. But if you insist on walking down the middle, yapping with your friend, yeah. it's kind of impossible. Here's the thing about the tourists though, right now. I don't normally have a problem with tourism in Iceland. In fact, I think typically people who choose to come to Iceland are people who are like maybe interested in doing something a little bit different mm-hmm. they're interested in like uh in in nature and they're interested in, in learning about iceland and they're i think they're normally like a pretty great breed of tourists mm-hmm. but pe- the people who are visiting iceland right now i feel are people who aren't taking the pandemic very seriously mm-hmm. i mean if you think it's a good time to go like mm-hmm. on international vacation during mm-hmm. like in the middle of a pandemic it just seems like maybe you're not someone who's taking the pandemic very seriously. Right. And you're naturally not someone who's going to take the rules very seriously here. And we had some trouble with tourists not giving us space when we were traveling in Iceland this summer. Oh, yes. And that was frustrating. Do tell. That was very frustrating. Well, what we, what we, was we, your we first were, stop? We were going to talk. Yeah. We were, we, this, this episode, we were going to bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch about this state of affairs here. But then we also want to, like, talk about all the fun shit we did this summer. We did some lovely things. Because this was the summer of traveling in Iceland. Not just for us. Yeah. But for everybody. And they gave everyone 5,000 krona. <laughs> which is, like, 50 bucks, basically, to spend. Which I spent on my trip around Iceland. Even though we didn't make it all the way around Iceland. Where'd you spend it? We spent it at the museum, right? Skoard Museum. Okay. Which I'd never been to. No, I never been to either. That's the one right right by the, the big waterfall on the yeah, South Shore, right? Yeah, Falls. Yeah, I've never been inside the museum. We hadn't either. Yeah. We were like, you know what? Let's go inside that museum. It's on your agenda. It's on my list. Okay, right, right. So we won't dip into that. We won't. Now. Not just yet. Not just yet. I spent mine at this restaurant called Sjávarborg in Blontos, which is not actually not on my list. Okay. And it was fantastic. The food was fantastic or it was fantastic? The food, the food <laughs> was like, fantastic. I'm not paying for it. Yeah. The food, the food is really, really good. Mm. We had like a vegetable soup, which was really good. And 
uh, we had um, buffalo wings made out of cauliflower. It was excellent, really mm-hmm. spicy. And then we had this beautiful view through these huge picture windows. Wait, where's this going to say? Where'd you go? Uh, uh, actually, it's not in Pontos. It's in... Oh, what's that little town next to it? Kvamstanki. That's where it is. Okay. Oof. You pulled it out. Yeah. Kvamstanki. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, it's got a connector to Route 1. It's not very far from Route 1. Okay. From the Ring Road. Um, yeah, Kvamstanki. Mm. Cute, 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 cute town. And my favorite kind of restaurant. Mm. They are serious about two meters and serious about... Mm-hmm. Um, mask wearing and keeping everyone separated. Did um, they have like tables in between? I've noticed a lot of places doing that, like having a table where people didn't... can't sit, so that wherever people do sit, yeah. it's always two meters apart. They did not, but they have a huge dining room, mm-hmm. really, really big, and it was it was just really nice. Mm-hmm. So we we were all able to spread out within our section too. Oh, okay, um, and the kids could run down on the on the seashore right by a big beach. And it was really so, nice. So picturesque. It was. It was really picturesque. Children frolicking on the beach. The best part is there was someone who was clearly in an altered state. Okay. Who like wandered around the restaurant a little bit and sort of wandered through the restaurant. Oh my and goodness. And it was so dramatic because he was yelling at people and things Ooh, like that. Like yelling what? I don't and know. Maybe, yelling. Maybe like maybe some not nice things. He was yelling people. in Icelandic or English? Uh, or he was what? yelling in Icelandic. Okay. He was like angry at the staff for not letting him come in or something like that. I don't know, but like everyone okay. was just like, this is so dramatic. <laughs> and the staff was like calling the police and the police weren't coming because it's Klumstunky and they were like, I don't know, not there. Like they were in some other part of that region. But um, yeah, it was it was very dramatic. Cool. But yeah, so that, that was where we spent our 5,000 pounds. Okay, nice. So tell me about where you went this summer. Well, our plan was to go was to go south, east, and then up to Frise. That was the plan. So going around the island counterclockwise. So our first stop was the, the classics. We did Foss, and I never know how to say the other one. Skolfos? No, the one that's right next to Foss. The one where you go into the little canyon. Like you walk over the little rocks in the water and there's the waterfall coming down in the tiny little canyon, and it's gorgeous. Yurapui. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So yeah, we went there. Check. It's the usual. Then we went on to Skolafos. Boom. Uh, got that one. Was it crowded? It wasn't. Because these are like the big highlights. They are, but it was not super crowded. Did you feel like people gave you space? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Now it feels like it was so long ago. Yeah, they did. And actually, there was a, a nice mix between Icelanders and people not from Iceland. Huh. Um, and I feel like the tourists the tourists were feeling a little extra, like they, you know, want to be respectful. Of oh, that's space. great. That's what it felt like. Um, so we did the did those two waterfalls. We went to Skolafos. We camped there. There seemed to be a lot more just like Icelanders there that camped, that stayed overnight. And there was this guy, there was one tour bus which normally they're like tons, but there's only one. And the, the tour bus driver had on these very fancy red leather boots. And we kept seeing him, like he was at every little stop we made. He was there with this tour bus of, I think it was German tourists. Red leather boots. Red leather boots. He was very fancy. We were like, oh, here he is. He's here again. Oh, that he must be his fancy. calling card. I know. That's how he got the gig. Because, there, you know, there aren't many to go around these days. No. But he has his fancy red leather boots. He stands out. He does. He, put, he puts a little extra into he it. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we spent the night there, and, um, yeah, 
The next day, I think, is when we went to the museum. So you got these three waterfalls. Got three waterfalls in. How are they different? Do you remember them? What do you mean, how are they different? I mean, I feel like each waterfall has like a special little... They do. You want me? Okay. I feel like we've character. talked about it before, but I'll, uh, we, have we, we I don't know if we talked about I this. I think three. we have. Okay. Well, because you know, Sayulansfos is the. It's kind of a narrow waterfall, mm-hmm. but the thing is that you can uh, climb up both sides. Mm-hmm. One side has more of like stairs mm-hmm. on it, and the other side is just rocks. And you can walk up to the waterfall and walk behind it mm-hmm. and get a little mist. Get a little rainbow, and it's a nice view, like from behind the waterfall. And you're like, like oh, you're it's so about, mystical. I feel like you're talking about dicks right now. Like it's a long and skinny. <laughs> you get too close, it's a little mist. It's a little misty in the back. It's a little swampy in the back. A little swampy in the back. Where the balls are, it's hairy. They keep it's moving moss, around. It's mossy. You gotta really wear your rain jacket back there. <laughs> so that's that one, mm-hmm. and then the one in the canyon, it, like it's like I described. Mm-hmm. You, there's just like a little slit. <laughs> now that you've said that, I can't say this. There's a little slit in the wall. Bring the metaphor. It's just natural. It's natural <laughs> and it's beautiful, Lydia. And you don't know necessarily that there's a waterfall there, uh-huh. but if you follow the little stepping stones in yes. the little stream, yeah. you're gifted with a giant waterfall. A wet ass waterfall. <laughs> that one gets you real wet, though. But just plunging into the into the canyon there. Yeah, right. Plunges into the canyon. And there's a giant rock like near the waterfall, so you can climb up on the rock and mm-hmm. be like near right. the waterfall. It's good really photo great. up. And what? Good photo up. Yeah, good photo up. And that's good many, photo not up. Wop. Photo up. Photo up. <laughs> it's very beautiful. Yeah. There are photos on my Instagram. Did I put them on the raisin? No, it's on my personal Instagram. Okay. I think. Um, and Scovos. It's cool. It's just like it's just a big honking waterfall. Mm-hmm. That one. That one's it's, thick. It's it's thick. It's broad. Girth has a lot of girth. It's a girthy waterfall. It's a girthy waterfall. Powerful. You gotta have your girth. Yeah. And you can walk upstairs along the side and yeah. see it from above. You yeah. can't walk behind it. No. But I think it's a waterfall that there's allegedly like some sort of cave behind it, isn't it? Is that Scorfoss? Uh, I don't know. I've never been behind Scorfoss because it's not really. It's you not, can't really you can't get really behind, behind it, it, but I think there is like a cave behind there. I yeah. feel like I heard that somewhere. Oh, okay. But anyway, so depths. You get Hidden like close depths. to it, and it's just like thundering and yeah. mist and beautiful. It's not as huge as like Goldfoss or like one of those big raging ones, but it's. A and you nice... approach it from the bottom. Yeah. Which is unusual. Yeah, I guess it is. Because like good force, you approach it from the You're top. You're right. You're well, right. Well, supposed to approach it from the bottom too. Yeah. Death of force, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those places that people are always trying to take a picture. Yeah. And uh, you kind of have to get in the way of people taking their pictures if you want a picture. Mm. They're like, oh, but I wanted to. I was like, ah, I live here. I'm taking a picture <laughs> of the waterfall for the 500th time. <laughs> Move out of my way. I can't get enough of them. <laughs> and the kids, of course, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waterfall. So what are we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Those are those three waterfalls. Then we went to the museum. The museum I've never been to. Jesus Christ. <laughs> airplane and... How many airplanes have been taken on? All day, right? It's the airport. And it's a beautiful day. There's like no... Is it was ceiling? Is that what they're saying? Like, there's no ceiling. So they're like... Ceiling? Like the cloud oh, cover. Oh, cloud cover? All I right. think. I think that's what they call it. So it's like great visibility. That's why everybody's flying today. Huh. That's what it looks like. I'm not a pilot, though. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So it's like a mini national museum. They have a national costume that's like super old. They have very old books from like the, I want to say like from the 17th century. 
Um, they have an old boat in there, an old fishing boat, um, some of the old fishing gear that people wore to go fishing. Like, you can't imagine people going out on these little boats, like little wooden boats in, like, uh, waterproof gear made out of, like, whale bladders or something that they've oiled up. And they're, like, going to go out into the North Atlantic and fish. But that's what they did. Yeah. It, it makes, makes you appreciate your Beyond Burger. <laughs> well, I don't like Beyond Burgers, but yeah. <clears throat> it makes you appreciate the fact that like we don't subsist off fish anymore. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to do that shit anymore. But they have tons of artifacts. Like they have old spinning wheels, all, like all kinds of shit taken from old farms. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Sometimes I feel like uh, museums here are like kind of homespun. Yeah. They and definitely feel are that super way. Super fancy, like I have a degree in museum sciences and it's interactive. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's not that kind of museum. It's, it's more like it's a, like handwritten labels. Yeah. It's like people who live in the area who brought whatever they had. It's like a Wes Anderson style museum, right? Yeah, kinda. I like those kind of museums nice because there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's like people who bring put a bunch of shit together mm. and it's like maybe they're hoarding a little bit. <laughs> or maybe it's a museum. It's a little bit of a mix. Yeah, exactly. Mix. I like that. This museum is definitely more museum-y, but it definitely has that air of like, oh, somebody once snuck in uh, like a giant kiwi egg from Australia, and look, here it is. It's in a case. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know great. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I feel like it has. What they put in a case. Yeah, That's I mean, it, it wasn't a kiwi egg, but it, like they have some animals in the museum as well. Like they have like, <coughs> two-headed sheep, and are they stuffed? Yeah. Oh, so they wow. have like stuffed animals, like real, like taxidermy, yeah, taxidermy an- animals. Yeah. They have um, like a couch and a a little chair that were sat on by the king of Denmark. At some point, does it have his like ass print in it still? No. Okay. But it's just like the set. Of, it was like a little furniture set that was sat upon by a robot. Apparently. Okay. I don't remember what it was, but it's like roped off. Like you can't get too close to it. You can't yeah. sit on it. it. Has a little sign. Don't sit on it. Yeah. But yeah, King of Denmark sat his ass there. So right next to that museum, there's also the Museum of Transport and Communication. God, that sounds boring. The kids loved it. <sighs> because it had like tons of old phones like old cell phones and old like telephones and like switchboards from god knows when old airplanes old trucks like used for digging tunnels and all that kind of shit they love that they were into it i was like okay sure it's great um so if you're into that kind of thing that museum is also there oh they also have a section of a bridge that used to go across i'm not going to remember the river but one of those glacial rivers that's near um that's beyond one of the ones that's beyond veek i think it was a section of the bridge that had been washed out at some point like during some flood i think and that's also at the museum it's a small section and apparently people should drive over this bridge but you can walk over it and it's very narrow Mm. and i'm like really people driving cars across this shit but you know Back in the day. Do what you can. Yeah, true. Because I think it's also wood. And now that I'm thinking about it, like it was, a, it like had concrete pillars, but the bridge itself was like wood. Yeah. I mean, you build with what you got, so I'm surprised it wasn't made out of like sheep bones and, <laughs> you know, like bird, and twine. And twine, like go. bird feathers. Yeah. So we did that. Um, what else? Oh, and then continuing along the South Coast, we went to the DC-3 wreck, which I've never been to. We've talked about it. Yeah. I've never actually been out there. It's a long-ass walk. Yeah. Have you walked out there? No. 
It takes like an hour yeah. to walk out there. Bieber walked out there. For his music video? Mm-hmm. Did he walk? He probably drove. I think you're not meant to drive on that path. You're not meant to drive on it, but there is a road there. Mm. There's a parking lot and then the road. Mm. And there was a group of um, a cars that we saw when we were kind of coming back. They were driving down there. Yeah. But they had, we noticed on their license plate, or not on the license plates, but we noticed they had um, hanging in their windshield uh, disabled stickers. Oh, yeah. So I think they had permission to use the road, okay. clearly. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a road that you could, that's wide enough for cars. It's yeah. not just a walking path. It is a road. Even though it's not paved, it's yeah. uh, gravel. Gravel, yeah. yeah. Um, walked out there. It was very. It was cool, you know. Whatever. I think someone died out there recently. Oh, two people died out there recently <clears throat> mm-hmm. in a bad storm. Apparently, they uh, closed the road like just after these. It was tourists. Just after they had gone, like gone past the checkpoint, they closed mm-hmm. the road. So they didn't know what that anything was amiss. They didn't know that there was a weather warning. Right. And they were, got out there and just... The storm hit, and they got turned around. They couldn't find their way yeah, back. Yeah, because it's out there. It's totally flat, yeah. desolate. There's like, you can't see anything. see anything. Like, there's no landmarks, really, for you to be like, oh, you can't orient yourself. Yeah. So if it gets, like, suddenly foggy and rainy and just, like, create blizzardy, I can see how you just, like, not know where you are. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. And they were, like, just a few feet from each other. Just, they found them. So the DC dead. wreck, it, like, wrecked in the 70s, right? Right? 70s, yeah. It was a U.S. plane. Yeah, it was a U.S. plane. And again, like crazy weather. Some crazy whatever weather. And yeah. they had to make an emergency landing. This, maybe it's like the Bermuda Triangle of like the of Iceland. right there. There it is. Pulls down planes, kills tourists. Yeah. And on the way back, as we were leaving the wreck, it like got super foggy. Yeah. And it was like kind of eerie. Ooh. But cool. We could, follow, we could still see the road. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nothing there. Like, if there was no road and there weren't other people walking back and forth, mm-hmm. you could totally just get lost. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. It's worth a check out. And it's pretty moody. Like, all that's left is the fuselage, right? Yeah. And the wing, part of the wings. Like, the little stubby part of the wings. Did y'all climb up on it and go oh, into it? come on. Yeah. Yeah. We took pictures. So the boys look like they're in a band. That's a natural thing to do there. Mm-hmm. That's what Bieber was doing there, too. Yeah. Well, he's, like, actually in a... Well, he's not a band. but He's... He is a band. It's like a one-man band. band. Oh, God. What is he doing now? I haven't heard anything from him, right? Does he do anything anymore? It's just like being Canadian, I think. <laughs> yeah, that, that is still... It's a pretty big attraction, but I think that they might be closing up access to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think there was some sort of like second thoughts after those people died out there. Mm-hmm. Whether it's really safe to let people go out that far. Right. Without some sort of uh, monitoring. Yeah, because there's really nothing there. Apparently it happens all the time that these storms just... Suddenly come up. Right, exactly. Suddenly hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's still open now. Mm-hmm. What was next? What was next? We kept driving east, passed through Veek, and stopped at... Um, like, if you turn off just after Veek, you turn off going up into the mountains, there's a campsite called... Thakyo. Thakgil. Thakgil. Uh-huh. Yeah. It means uh, roof canyon. Oh. Roof canyon. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's... I'm trying to... I'm picturing it. All right. Sure. But it is a gorgeous little canyon. And as I said, it was all foggy and mystical mm-hmm. as we were leaving the DC-3 wreck. So it was like that when we got to the campsite. Mm-hmm. So you have your green like mountains covered in moss and greenery and then the fogginess, and it's like pretty dark mountains or like red mountains, some of them. But it's like the dark, dark uh, rock, and then the green, and then the mist. Oh. So it was very beautiful. 
And cool thing about this campsite, they have like a communal dining area inside a cave. Oh, that's cool. It has a little fire pit, has a little smokestack like coming out of the top of the cave. It's a very cool area. I love it when people do like build things inside of caves. Do you remember like there's this like place in New Mexico, like there's some cave you can crawl down into there, or maybe it's in West Texas. Do you know what I'm talking about? In Carlsbad Caverns? Carlsbad Caverns, that's what it mm-hmm. is. And I remember the first time I went down there when I was a kid, like you crawl down, it's like super, you know, it's like, it's like nature, nature, nature. <laughs> Stalactites, stalagmites. Yeah, exactly. You like learning about all the, all the, all like the geological formations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we, I remember we get, we got down to the bottom and it's America. So what do they have at the bottom? But they're selling fried chicken down there. Of course. <laughs> Come on, you came all this way. <laughs> it's not just like pot noodle or like a sandwich. They're frying fucking chicken down at the bottom. Um, no fried chicken in, in this cave, though. No fried chicken. It's just picnic tables. Yeah. So that it was very cool. Yeah. And they have cabins and you can camp. We rented a cabin. Thank goodness. You rented a cabin? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's just like one of those little one-room thingies. Oh, moving on up. With bunk beds, a bathroom, uh-huh. and a little kitchenette. Y'all had your own bathroom? We had our own bathroom. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, no shower, just the toilet. Uh-huh. But it was lovely. Because it was very wet and rainy. Like, right. when we stayed in school, I don't know if it rained, but it's just, you know. It can be unpleasant sometimes. It can be unpleasant. Uh, so it was nice to be inside. Right. While it's raining and gray outside. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Mm-hmm. I need the I need the cabin, I think. Yeah. It's nice. The next day, we were able to go on a hike, and it was a beautiful day. Yeah. It was gorgeous. I recommend it. Okay. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, wait. So, this hike that we went on, we went with the boys. We probably would have gone all the way if the youngest wasn't with us, but he got super tired. It was like a four-hour hike all together. Yeah. Two hours out, two hours back. And we stopped to have lunch. We packed our lunch and had lunch on the tr- on the hike. But this hike is up to a glacier where there's a glacier waterfall, like where the glacier is melting. There's like a waterfall coming off of the glacier. It's supposed to be really spectacular. But we didn't make it all the way there. Oh, you didn't get all the way there? No. How far away were you? I have no idea. I feel like it was maybe another hour, half an hour, hour to get there. Oh, I don't only know. half an hour away. God, didn't that just kill? I don't know if it was only half an hour away. And it gotten a little windy, and the youngest was like, oh, I can't with the gang about. So we turned around. It's so frustrating. It is. Don't you ever just want to, like, throw him into a pit? <laughs> throw him into a glacial canyon? I did. Like, at one point, he just, like, sat on the rock and was like, I'm just going to sit here. I was like, fine. And yeah. I just kept walking. Because Andre is a super walker. Yeah. He's the oldest, super long legs, young, spring chicken. He can walk for hours yeah. and be like, whatever. Yeah. So he's, like, way ahead of us. I'm like, Nicholas. You can do this. He's like, no, I can't. So I just start walking. And he's like, okay. And he starts walking behind me. But it was just like pulling teeth. So we didn't make it all the way there. But one day, if the glacier is still there and hasn't receded too far. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to throw that back in his face. You're going to be like, global warming, Nick. We got to get up there. Come on. The glacier is going to disappear. We're not going to have seen the waterfall. Let's go. Um... Yeah, and we ran into a couple of tourists again, like on the hike, all being very respectful, like just giving a little hello. When was this? This was July 23rd. Yeah, that was still when things were okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I only knew they were tourists because they didn't say, go and die in. They seemed like, hi. Hi, hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. We're just like, hi. How are y'all doing? And they they would step aside on the path. Oh, really? Hi. Yeah, because they're tourists. 
Yeah, but we did not run into those. Tires. And if we say, you know, if we greet them in Icelandic, and they're like, "Oh, Iceland, Icelandic yeah. people," yeah. then they, you know, are very respectful and like, oh, "Hi," and just kind of just keep the distance. Again, keeping the distance. They, That's great. They, That's great. I did. I, I did not run into those people. We did, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. Um, so we were all set. Like this was just the beginning of our journey, and we're like, we're going to get into the east because we never really explored the east fjords, yeah. and we were so excited to do it on this trip. So after we spent the night there and went on our hike, we're ready to go, energized, go to turn over the truck. She makes some weird sound and puffs out black smoke. We're like, wait, what? What's going on? And she doesn't start. We're able to get her started and she's feeling weird. She feels weird. Turns out we just had the four wheel drive on. Oh, she doesn't like that anymore? Well, not if you're like driving on a street. You're not supposed to use four wheel drive. Um, and then, so she felt super grippy and like, we're like turning. It was all very weird. So we figured out what was wrong, but she still was like making some other weird sound that we had no idea what it was. So we stopped in Veek, like we turned around, headed back to Veek. Rosie is a temperamental old queen. She is a little bit. So we stopped, well, but you know, we mistreated her. You're not supposed to keep four wheel drive on like that. Yeah. She let you know. She did. So we stopped in Veek, went to the pool. We're like, we'll just sit in the pool. My husband went on his Facebook, Isuzu Trooper group. (laughs) To be like, the car is doing... Hi, guys. The truck is doing blah, 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 blah. Any- Sorry to bug everyone again. Yeah. Anybody know what that is? And, of course, some of them reply with some super technical technical language. He's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Anyway, once we figured out that the four-wheel drive had been left on, we turned that off, and she drove better. But still, there was still some weird sound, and she wasn't always starting. Like, yeah. we stopped somewhere. It took a couple times for her to start again. Um, so we're like, we're not going to the East Fjords. We're not going to get out into the middle of nowhere have the car break down and have to call for emergency services. And that, if, you, if you can get a signal. If we can get, yes, number one, if we can get a signal. And then number two, it's going to, you know, cost an arm and a leg for them to come out there and get us. Yeah. So we headed back home and spent a few days in uh, just here back at home and then plotted our next journey. Okay. So what was your your first foray out into the summer free? Well, wait, how, did free. You, how did you feel about that, though? Because y'all, felt... y'all, y'all do a lot of Icelandic traveling. We do. Anyway. It was disappointing, but better safe than sorry. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of okay with it. And, of course, this was like the first trip where I felt like Andre, our oldest, was totally gung-ho for it. Yeah. Like, usually the trip starts out and he's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, and he gradually gets into it. But yeah. he was like, oh, where are we going? Nicholas must have been relieved, though. Because <laughs> if y'all were going to eat someone to survive... <laughs> I mean, he would have probably been, right? Because he was slowing everyone down anyway. Right? We're all pretty skinny. It's slim pickings. It would not be good. We're not the kind of people you want to be stranded with. Because um, <laughs> by the time everybody's starving, we would have nothing left to eat. <laughs> um, oh, but on the way back, once we had made the decision, we're like, you know what? Let's just go home. And I could tell Muffin was disappointed because yeah. he loves an excursion. Yeah. I can take or leave an excursion. If I go and it's fun, that's great. And it's, it's, if we don't go, I'm kind of okay with it too. I mean, but it's you know. like a larger version of what happened when you went to the glacial waterfall. Yes, it is. You guys are so close. So close, but no. Yeah. And once again, we're driving through Veek. I feel like we drove through Veek like 500 times. Yeah. Um, but So on the way back, we passed by this cave. You know, the husband pulls over the side of the road. He's like, oh, we got to go check out this place. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Roll it back one more. We stopped for lunch when we were deciding whether or not we were going to leave. Just pulled off to this lovely waterfall that was just there, like next to a farm. Mm-hmm. And 
took out the um, the gas grill that we had in the back, made some veggie burgers, oh. and just sat by a lovely waterfall having our lunch. Oh, there you go. And it wasn't, it's not, it doesn't have a name. It's just a gorgeous waterfall. The journey is the destination. Yeah. Enjoy. It, it has like a little mini canyon with these giant rocks in it and the water. It's like a few tiers that uh-huh. come down through this little canyon. And it's just a, a few little, tiers? Tier. T-O-T-I-E. T- I thought, yeah. you, thought you were getting real poetic on Tiers as in like shelves. Not really shelves. because You like, weren't shedding a few tears because no. the trip got... Just like giant boulders, like yeah. moss covered. It was just beautiful. And had a little moment. That's where we had our lunch. Yeah. That's great. Anyway. Carried on. It happens sometimes. We're not planning it. It's not. Yeah. It was a lovely moment. And then me and the kids raced. And I beat Nicholas in a race. I'm not ashamed to beat my child in a race. But he's seven. He's not seven. He's ten. Okay. He's almost as tall as I am. Okay. Good for good for good for, <laughs> good for you for beating your child. You're a well. We were running, and then he was, he was almost going to beat me. I was like, uh-uh. boom! And I kicked him in the second gear, hmm. and I beat him. Yeah. And you were also you were you were ready to make it all the way to the waterfall too. Yeah, he's it did wonders for his self esteem. I think that you that his mom beat him. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I think good, it's great. Good work on that. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give them something to talk about in therapy, Jonas. Yeah, gotta keep things exciting. Yeah, gotta you got you gotta fuel all that teen yeah. anger. They need to have something. Gonna, it's they gonna need, come right around the corner. They need to have something. Yeah, can't have it just smooth sailing the whole way. Yeah, I mean he's gotta have some character building shit or That's something, right. right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, you know you do him a favor. Yeah, great, it's perfect. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay, and then on the way back, there's another stop we made. Snorri just like, what? He's like, we got to go check this out. There's a little cave. It's just like a hole in a cliff face. It's called... Y'all love a cave. <laughs> My husband loves a cave. I'm, I, I, no, you know what? No, I like a cave. Do you think you guys would ever do like one of those A&E series? Like serious spelunking yeah, or, down or, or in just, there? Or just like the Icelandic cave family. It's like, <laughs> what happens when, you know... Maybe it might be entertaining. Lydia and Snorri decided to give up their <laughs> urban life for... Life in a cave, you know. <laughs> but this cave is very small. Yeah. It's a tiny wall in a cliff face. A tiny, a tiny wall, hole? A tiny hole in a cliff face. Uh-huh. Um, and you have to walk a little bit from the road. Tell me more. And there's a chain hanging out of it. A chain, you a say? A chain. And somebody also put a rope. Did the relator tell you about both of these things? No. <laughs> I did, well, on the little sign, there is a little sign that tells you how to get to the cave. And it does... Show the chain, apparently. Yeah. So you have to walk up the the cliff a little bit. And... What do you use the chain and the rope for? To climb up into the cave. Oh. You have to, like, kind of repel, like, climb up. Oh. And it's just, like, a little bit of space. Apparently, outlaws used it as a hideout. It was a secret lover's, like, meet-up place, apparently, as well. Um, I did not go up there. The husband went up. Because I was like, no thanks. And once he got up there, he used the rope, not the chain. It had like little rope um, footholds in Uh it. And apparently it was beginning to fray from being rubbed up against the the side of the cave. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. He got up there. He's like, hmm. It's like, this is starting to wear a little bit. So if you're all going out there, don't use the rope. Use the chain. Use the chain instead. Yeah. But he didn't fall. He didn't fall. He was fine. Did everybody make it up? Nobody else went up when he was (sighs) like, it's frayed. We were like... Fuck that shit. And goodbye. We are not going up there. He took a couple pictures. It's like, okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But, you know, some people are into that. So you love a cave. 
But you don't necessarily have to go inside the caves. I don't necessarily have to go inside. You can the admire caves. them, especially from if there's a possibility I will fall to my death. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a huge drop fall. Probably enough though. But enough onto some rocks that'll fuck you up. Yeah, no, thank you. Enough to break your back, break your neck. Yeah. And that's it. It's probably not that amazing inside the cave. No, it wasn't. Yeah. According to the pictures, it really was not. It was like maybe ten feet deep. Oh, that's like a, that's like a one room cave. Exactly. A real fixer upper. Yeah, a real fixer upper. <laughs> <laughs> so then after the cave we came home and took a rest and plotted our next Edwinter. excursion yeah. Ed, Edwinter yeah. yes well that sounds like a good one yeah even if it wasn't exactly what you expected it was cut short but still lovely sometimes life throws you a curveball lid <laughs> do you want me to spout more platitudes at you yeah you. I would like it if you stay in baseball baseball metaphors only go sometimes the shortstop is not the person you expect it to. I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know anything about baseball. I don't know. I can't say anything. We've been talking about our vacations that we've been taking over the summer. Mm-hmm. But really, um, what we'd like you to do is, is not take these vacations <laughs> if you're not already in Iceland. I feel like Iceland has rolled out the welcome mat kind of. I feel like it just, it was premature. Yeah. As you'll recall, if you listen to some previous episodes, I was like, I think it's too soon. Yeah. It is. It, it was definitely too soon because there were there were some infections that got into the country and sort yeah. of ruined things for people. That said, there's so much to do in Iceland if you're already here. Yeah, you should definitely take advantage of it. Then we're going to break this up into two episodes. Yeah. Because Jonah's got a lot done. I got a lot done, but you know what? Lydia got a lot done, too. I got some stuff done. I had an enjoyable time, but I feel like y'all really, like, went out there and were like, just got your face all in the boobs of Iceland. Blah, 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 blah. Just like motorboated Iceland. Just motorboated Motor- Iceland. <laughs> motorboated Mother Nature. <laughs> just give it all to me. <laughs> and had a fantastic time. Yeah, we did. We had, a, we, had a great, we had a great, great time this summer. We really did get deep into Iceland. So, this is part one. Yeah, this, this is part one. Uh, stay tuned, and we will bring you part two, where we're going to talk about Polosurdur, we're going to talk about Vesmanev, we're just going to bring it all to you. <laughs>